Hey everybody, I'm Jim Malone, and this is Dallas 24. It is Friday. Friday! <laughs> Finally, made it all the way through the week. <laughs> Hopefully, you made it through, through the week pretty well, too, and you aren't uh, too beat up. We had a really, really good uh, trade on on a bear, um, a bear put spread, uh, spread on uh, Disney. Unfortunately, Disney's, uh, you know, earnings took a dive, but... Uh, our some of you know our uh, our members, our Discord members, they made money, so uh, that's kind of cool, you know. It's always cool when everybody makes money, and um, you know we, uh, you know we here we are, um, and it's Friday, and hopefully everyone is going to have a good weekend. It's been a really tough market to trade. It's just kind of a weird, you know, just just a weird market, um, you know, and uh, so I'm concentrating on you know trades for our uh, for our discord members that will uh, benefit from uh, some of the market volatility so let's see do we have anybody okay let's see if we get into the get into the uh, the questions and uh, first question uh, thank you very much thoughts on Microsoft you know and Microsoft has been kind of I don't know it's kind of been you know moving lower and you know it's yeah it's tough. It's a tough market, man, to trade. So, you know, I'm trying to limit my risk on all my trades. And uh, but uh, let's take a look at Microsoft. Let's kind of, you know, get an idea because this really is a bellwether stock. And and uh, it's very important in the in the grand scheme of things. It is, you know, sort of the sort of the the the, the granddad of all of the mega cap uh, techs. And it is sort of been, you know, I, I, I uh, was uh, about a week ago, and uh, it's since then it's been kind of you know it's just kind of tough to trade. And let's go over to the window. Let's take a look at the chart for Microsoft. And uh, yeah, so let's kind of do that. Take some of these banners off. There we go. Oh, okay. Well, let's get this banner off. Yeah, okay. Yep. There we go. And let's go full screen because we kind of want to kind of want to see it really, really well here. Looking at the weekly chart, we've again, and I'm going to go to the daily chart. We've pulled pulled below that very, very key 50 day line, and you know, and then we bounced, and then we bounced up. So we're in a buy zone right now on Microsoft. Would I be buying it at this level? Well, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe at least from what I'm seeing it, it is, you know, we're going to see possibly a minor correction in the, the NASDAQ. So this might not be a bad entry point for Microsoft because it looks as if, you know, we're, we've kind of, the, the trend here is Microsoft has been coming down to that 50 day line and then kind of bouncing. Well, it, it bounced and then it went all the way up to uh, two, uh 283 pulled back through the 21-day line to the 50-day line, and then it looks like it's bounced uh, higher. Now, that's the good news. <laughs> the bad news on this is I'm not so sure. I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm very, very skeptical these days. It's only got a relative strength of 47, which for the tax is very, very good. I mean, mind you, you know, this is still Microsoft. So would I buy it here? Well, you know, I might consider buying it here. I might consider it buying in here because I, I do long-term like the prospects for Microsoft. But here's the problem. I don't want to expose um, – I don't want to totally expose my um, 
you know, I, I, I don't, I don't want to totally expose myself right now to, um, oops, I got to go back to the, to my, there we go. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't want to totally expose myself to, um, you know, uh, to the stock. So I might consider going in with a quarter position. Boy, that's wimpy, <laughs> but, but that's kind of what I would consider doing. I would consider, you know, what is a quarter position? Well, if you take the value of your portfolio and you divide it by eight, that gives you eight full positions, kind of like a pizza. I don't even want a full piece of pizza on this one. I think I might go for a quarter piece of a pizza. Boy, that is wimpy, but I just think right now it's a tough market trade. So I definitely think you could go into this one. I, you know, I definitely, I definitely think that, that you can go in, but I want to go in very light because I want to see it move above, um, you know, about the $250 level before I'm, I'm really all in. So I think you could start moving in here, but let's see how this thing closes. Here's what I would do. Here was my, here would be my strategy for Microsoft. It's definitely in a buy zone. No question about that. And it's a strong stock. No question about that. The thing is, I want to see how it closes today. I want to see if it, if it can hold this. I wouldn't buy this before Monday. Now, if on Monday it holds this level, this, this about 250, 248, 250 level, then I think you could possibly go in. But right now, I don't know if I'd buy it at the end of the day. You just, you're going to have that risk over the weekend. So my, um, you know, kind of my two cents on this is that it's a great stock, it's a great company, and we are sort of in a sideways market now, though. So this is why you got to be careful. In a sideways market, it's more difficult to, um, you know, it it it's just it's just more difficult to trade. That's all. So you want to go in lighter and you want to get out quicker. That's just the main thing. But I think you can buy Microsoft at this level. The only thing is go in very light, but don't go in today. Don't don't. There's no reason to to buy it today and then, you know, have it drop over the weekend and then be sorry. So what I would do is is watch this this one for now. Come Monday morning, if it can hold that, uh, if if it's if it's uh, if it can hold that that 250 level, then after about you know about 10 o'clock, um, the first hour is really tough to trade in. Then I possibly think you could go into it. Let's look at kind of, let's look at the let's the 15 minute chart. See how it's been trading. Well, it's starting to move up, starting to move up here. But still, yeah. But and there's and there's been a lot of buying. This is a, this is a this is a very solid, um, this is a f very solid buying bar. So it seems as if there are people coming into this. So um, personally, I wouldn't want to take the risk over the weekend. But it looks as if, at least for right now that people are starting to come into the market. This is the 15-minute chart. We have a very nice volume bar, and we're at about this 249 level. I think that, you know, it's it, it may be starting its move. It really has a range. Um, you know, Microsoft these days really has, really has a range from about this 250 level, which is sort of a pivot, to 246, up to about 263. So there's about, there's about, 12 to there's about 12 to 15 dollars worth of movement in there so i do think that this is oscillating and oscillating higher so i do believe you could come in here i would be you know try to ride it up to about you know 263 or so and then you know if it moves past that of course that's great but uh that's my thoughts on microsoft still extremely strong stock just a tough market to trade in so that's the main issue here 
is is with that is with that kind of that kind of thing. So very very good question. Really really really, really good question. Oh hey thank you man. Why um thank you Mr. Patel. I really appreciate you watching. Please tell your friends. I hope you will. Um because we we have people believe it or not not just you know all over the U.S. and Canada and some people in Dubai and. Uh, India, so it, we're getting we're getting out there. Hopefully, let's look at let's look at Riot Blockchain, R I O T, and and my job here. Hopefully, <laughs> sometimes I don't. I sometimes I don't do this well in it. Is to make you money. That's the main thing. I want to make you money, and um, you know, and it helps me become a better trader too. So believe me, it's a good thing. Here's the thing with Riot Blockchain. The question is, has Riot Truck Blockchain bounced? That's a very very good question. This black line here that we're looking at, this is the this is the what they call the 200-day moving average. I typically will not buy anything that's fallen below the 200-day average. Now, the converse of that is one of the best places to buy a stock is when it bounces off the 200-day average. Here's the thing: it's up today, right? Blockchain is up today, but the question is, has it bounced off the 200-day line? Well, it certainly kind of looks like it. It's pulled down to that, and then it looks like it might have bounced, but I just don't know. So here's the thing: I'm gonna if I have already have a trend line on here drawn, uh, but I'm gonna put another one in because I think that it's worthwhile to do that. I wouldn't buy Riot Blockchain at this time. Why? Because I think it needs to to absolutely confirm a reversal, and that reversal line is the one I'm drawing here right now. Now, why am I why why is this a reversal line? Well. If you look at the way that I have, um, if if you if you look at the way that the line goes, it goes from the high, which is about seventy six fifty, through two points. It's kind of you know this is like you know you're you're back in you're back in high school, you know you're, you're back in algebra class and you're doing those graphs. That's what this is. Um, so I'm going to set an alert on that line. Well, let's see if I can do it. Let's make sure that I can. All right, so I'm going to try to I'm going to try to sudden another alert on that line, but I don't think it's ready yet to buy it. I just I just I just don't because it 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 still has. I don't believe this is this line has fully this is full, this line has fully reversed. That's my that's my um, thing. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to try it again <laughs> to see if I could draw that trend that 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 uh, that reversal line. And 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 what this is is this is a reversal. Off of yeah, there we go. That's the that's the line. Okay, well, it's not letting me. So I probably would be looking. I, I might buy this right now. I would not buy this right now. I would not buy Riot Blockchain at all. But based on this, if it moves about above about thirty seven or thirty eight, then I might consider it. But I won't consider it until then. So let me see if I can come back and show you kind of what I'm what I'm doing with that. This line that I've drawn here is the trend line and basically what i want to do is right now riot blockchain is in a downward trend it's moving lower based on this chart with the price action the volume action is moving up as you can see there we go and this and and you notice that these are red bars now today we got a blue bar so we may have the beginning of a reversal but right now Right now, this, there's lots of selling pressure because you can see all these red bars all in a row. That's sell, 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 sell. So, right now, this is this stock is in a downtrend, as you can see. So here's 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 my here's my strategy on that. 
I would wait until we see a confirm that it is going to be moving higher. And that would be above 40. Currently, Riot is at 28. And it's up today, but I want to see it higher. I don't want to buy it at 28. I want to buy it more like 38. You say, well, Jim, why, why would you do that? Why would you spend more money? Well, remember, stocks are a strange thing. They're, it's not like going to the supermarket and buying the best thing that's on sale. Because when you do that, you're the end user. In, in stock trading, you're never the end user. You're basically like a dealer. So what you're doing is you're buying something and then you're getting the very best merchandise that you can and then selling it at a higher price, hopefully. That's the, that's the key. So we want to buy the best merchandise. Right now, this merchandise is not the best merchandise, unfortunately. I wish it were better. Oops, I lost, I lost my... Um, there we go. I'm back with my... <laughs> back with my... With my, uh, with my, my ugly mug there. It's not the best merchandise, so I want to see if it moves above forty. Then it's then it's more then it's more. You know, right now, right blockchain is an old Buick, and we want a Tesla. So I want to, I want to see it move up there. So my my advice on this one, I don't think you want to be in Riot blockchain, but let's see if it confirms a reversal. If it confirms a reversal by going above about forty, then I think you want to consider it. But right now, I just don't think you can, unfortunately. Uh, just because it's just the way it's trading. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you. Happy Friday to you, too. Thanks so, so much for watching, by the way. Um, DMTK came off of a good quarter one, and Tesla, maybe uh, maybe 2000? Well, let's look at Tesla. I think Tesla's really important. It's very, very instructive. Um, of course, I'm still a Tesla bear. I, I, long term, I like Tesla, but I, you know, I'm a trader, so... I, I, I had to bail out of Tesla when it pulled back more than 7% below where I, where I had bought it. It is, it's violated a very key line, and that's, this, this, that's the 200-day uh, moving average right here. Okay, this is a very key line because it, it, it seems like it's, it, it may be holding on at about 580, but right now it just is still in a downturn. This is kind of the same situation that we have with Ryan Blockchain. So what I'm doing here is I'm drawing this trend line here from the very top at 900 all the way down to 780 and when I'm, and, and I and I can't even really consider buying this thing unfortunately until it gets um in, until this line let's see if I can let's see if it'll let me click on that line yeah in, until that line in, in until in, in in until uh it, let's see if it'll let me set that alert well no goodness gracious it just doesn't want me to let me do it but anyways what happens is Right now, Tesla is pulling back, and it's it, it hopefully will bounce off the 200-day line. This can be a very good place to buy a stock, but I don't want to buy it right now. I want to see it confirmed an uptrend. So I won't even buy this until it moves to about 680. Right now, it's at 588, so I'm hoping to see a bounce on Tesla. But right now, I think if you're in Tesla and, and you're down more than 7%, I would consider selling it. Wait until it bounces and moves higher because there's an awful lot of what they call overhead supply, meaning that there's a lot of people that bought it above about this line here, as you can see, and there's sort of this mountain here. And then, okay, well, they, they had a chance to sell, and then they, and, the, and, the, and some of them did, and then they had another chance to sell, and then they did, kind of to get, you know, break even. But now it's going back down. So even if this thing turns around, there's a lot of overhead uh, supply. On there, there's a lot of overhead supply on uh, on Tesla. So that what that means is that there's people that bought it up here at 850 and that kind of thing. They held on to it, and now when it comes back, you see they're going to be selling it. And they're going to be selling it right at about 680. So I don't even really want to buy it again until it's above 
about 680. I still really like the stock. I'm not negative on Tesla at all, but I just think you gotta be really careful. I just, I really do. It's just, it's a tough, it, it's, you know, it's a tough one to trade right now. It, it, matter of fact, all of the, uh, the trades are like that, unfortunately, right now. So, hey, good question. Uh, oh, wait, we didn't do the other one. I, uh, DMTK. Let's look at DMTK and see what's going on there. DMTK. And let's see. Okay. Dermtech. Don't know about this one, really. But I do have, I have looked at it before. As I do, I have marked it up. I have a markup line on there. Here's the thing about Dermtech. It's in a downward trend, unfortunately, as you can see. It looks like it might have bounced off that 200-day 200, 200 line. You'll notice that a lot of these NASDAQ stocks are looking very similar in, in terms of the ones, in terms, because that's sort of how the NASDAQ has been trading. The, it's sort of like if you're at the beach and you see the tide flowing out. Well, the tide right now is flowing out of many of the NASDAQ stocks. But the Dow stocks have, been, have, have done well. The NASDAQ stocks, not as much. And I'm going to go over uh, the list of areas pretty quickly, uh, you know, in a, in a few minutes. But here, but basically what's happening with Dermtech is that it's still in a pullback. And even though it's up today, I don't want to buy it. I just don't want to buy it, Carl, because uh, I'm, not I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced that it is indeed uh, reversed. You see, because it, it, it's, it's going down and then it's coming up a little bit, going down some more, coming up a little bit, going down, coming up, going down. So if you look at this chart, you'll see that, you know, the, the, the line in the sand is this 200-day line. If it can bounce off the 200-day line, it looks like it's getting a little bit of support there. If it can, then it possibly could move higher. But right now, I just think you gotta be super careful with this one. Based on the charts, I don't really think this is a good this is a good chart. And so, with you, if you're if you're in Dermatech, I'm I've pulled back to the to the weekly chart. If you're in Dermatech, I would consider possibly, um, you know, po possibly closing your position. Now, it is true they they had some really really good earnings because. But here's the thing, and this is a really tough thing. Earnings don't typically always determine the price of the stock. Why? Well, because it's sort of like that old saw, you know, buy on rumor, sell on news. Well, uh, people bought on rumor and then they sold it after it confirmed it. For whatever reason, it went up, but it didn't go up enough or who knows what's going on. So this is why I always recommend, unless you have a profit cushion of 10% in a stock, going into earnings, you want to sell it. You want to sell it on the day of earnings because typically that's the day you're going to get your highest price. That's just how it is. It, it's, 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 it's not fair. I know it's not fair. This is why when I do bear put spreads, and I just did one on Disney, that's why I'm always a little bit bearish, not bullish, even if the, even if the company is doing well. Now, if, if I get a, the whiff that the company is going to have problems like, like I did with Disney, then I go to the bear side. So with this one, I just don't think you can buy it. Um, uh, it doesn't look, it probably, it may bounce off the 200 day line. It's gone through earnings, but I do think it's probably, it, it might get, it might get some support at about the $30 level. It's at 33. We'll see, but I just wouldn't buy this one right now. It's in a downward trend. And I just think that, you know, you just got to be careful. You, this is, this is one of the things that I always say. The first thing that you do when you look at a stock is you open up those charts, go to the weekly charts and then see how what the trend is right now this is a from seattle to miami 
<laughs> trend. That's not the trend you want. The trend you really want is the, the, the trend you want is Los Angeles to New York. <laughs> That's the trend you want. This is a Seattle to Miami. So you don't want to buy Seattle to Miami. You want to buy New York. You want to buy uh, Los Angeles to New York. So I wouldn't buy this one. Uh, long story short, and I've got to kind of beat a dead horse there. Any updates on SECO? You know, I was in, I got shaken out of this one too. This is a Southern Copper, uh, and they're a big copper miner in, um, in Mexico. And I may be back with this one, you know, even though it's, even though it's pulled back, because I want to show you the weekly chart on that. And, and really, you know, right now in this market, it's actually the weekly chart that we should be looking at and not the daily chart. They just came through earnings and boy, they were good. Look at that. They were up uh, 254% on the profit and, um, and, 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 the, and, the, and, the, and, and the sales were up 47%. Now, after telling you, you know, on the last slide, uh, profits don't matter. Well, um, that's true. That, that's true. But this is kind of a special exception because this company is not an innovative company at all. It's not. Southern Copper is not innovative. It is in a commodity sector. They make, they pull, they pull uh, dirt out of the ground and then they smelt it and boom, you got copper. So with, with commodity companies, uh, sales and volume make a lot of difference because typically they will move higher on higher commodity prices. And that's their case here. Now, the question is why? What's happening with Southern Copper? After that said, why is it pulling back? It shouldn't be. It should be going higher. Well, I do believe, um, I, I I do believe that if if the price, of, of course, if the price of copper goes up, but I do think we're going to see a bounce on Southern Copper, probably at about the fifty-day line. That's my guess. Is it's going to come down to that and it's going to go boom and it's going to reverse higher. The reason is it 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 saw some resistance at at eighty-three fifteen. It looks like it's it's going to get some. Hopefully, going to get going to get some going to get some um, support here, just a little bit below this uh, this level. At, you know, at about sixty eight. So, what would I what would I do with this? Well, if I was in it, I you know this is one of the reasons I typically do not hold. I try not to hold um, through earnings. Well, I I blew that one this one because I did hold through. I, you know, I did hold through earnings this time myself, and I got shaken out. That happens a lot. And, uh, you know, I know that rule and I just, I, I've got to be really, really vigilant on it. But I do think this one, you will see this one rebound. It's trading basically from about, in about a $20 range from about 63 on up here to about 83. So I do think that we're going to see a reversal. Now, would I buy it today if I didn't have it? No, I would wait until we confirm a reversal. And I do think it's going to pull down to the 50-day line and then we'll start to see a reversal. So that's kind of my... That's kind of my best take on Southern Copper. Let's uh, take a look to see if um, I can. I, I'm just taking a look at the TikTok here. Um, okay. Uh, oh, um, are you not doing much on crypto? Okay. Well, yeah, I'm kind of. I'm kind of keeping out of the crypto a little bit, just because it's it's um, it's it's a little bit more difficult to trade. I'm primarily an equity trader. And a spread trader, I primarily an options trader, and not a, a crypto trader because crypto is really, really different than than a lot of these things. So I don't trade it as much. Here's what I do with crypto: is I do trade crypto, but I trade it through 
basically an ETF. And, and the reason is because I go in and out of cash, and that's the GBTC. So let's take a look what the GBTC is doing today. GBTC is the yeah, Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. And it looks like it's gotten a little bit of support there. The reason the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust is so important is because they hold about 4% of the world's Bitcoin. And that is kind of that that is kind of important. So it looks as if it seems like we've gotten some resistance here at about uh, at about forty. Now here's the thing with doggy coin. It, it, I mean Dogecoin. Excuse me, it's a doggy coin. There, I'm not supposed to say that. My intern corrected me the other day, and he's like, "No, it's not doggy coin. It's Dogecoin." Well, I still think it's doggy coin. Uh, I, I think it's doggy coin. But anyways, what do I know? Um, so. With doggy with Dogecoin, I'll spin this thing again. With Dogecoin, I think you got to be a little bit, uh, a little circumspect. I'm, I just, you know, I know people really like it, and I, I probably will be getting more into trading it. But right now, I'm just not trading it as much as um, some other people are. That's for sure. So let's see if we can take the next question. And there we go. Oh, okay. This is a question on VOO, and of course, this is a this is an ETF, um, which is um, basically the S and P. And uh, right now, I think you're very smart, Kate, to be in this because, interestingly enough, for 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 years and years and years, most of my time, anyways, the Nasdaq has been the leading, the the leading index. Well, things have changed. Right now, it's the S and P that is doing the best, and it's up today. It's up. It's up very nicely, six dollars and thirty-two, thirty-five cents. So let's kind of see if we can look on the weekly to see, you know, kind of what's happening. Well, it's just you know, slow and steady wins the race here. It's it's looking very very good. We had a major buying activity, so people are moving into into the S and P uh, index. So it looks very very good. So. Um, it looks like we bounced off the 50-day moving average, and it looks like we're headed higher. So at least in the near term, maybe in the next two weeks or so, this looks pretty darn good. Kate, this looks really good, actually. And I might put some of my stuff in it. Normally, I'm not a big index investor, but, you know, uh, here's the thing. When the market goes sideways like this or, 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 you know, it changes from growth, sometimes the best strategy is to invest in indexes like the S&P 500 index and uh, and then uh, basically just trade options. And uh, that sometimes can do, you can do better that way. And it's a little safer. So that's very, very good that you bring that up, Kate. Appreciate it very, very much. Um, oh, watching from Sweden. Hey, uh, looking for Futu. Okay, well, Futu, thank you, by the way, for Carl, for watching from Sweden. I have never been to Sweden, and I've always wanted to go. I, I've always wanted to go. I, I wonder if you're in Bergen or if in uh, – no, I'm sorry. That's, that's, that's Norway. Excuse me. If you're in um, Malmo or if you're in uh, Stockholm, I, I always have wanted to go to the country. But anyways, uh, let's look at Futu. F-U-T-U. And that is Futu Holdings. Well – you know, here's the thing, Carl, and I and I and I, I sound like negative. I so so negative here, but um, you know, we do have a very strong relative strength, in 99. But <coughs> currently, the um, the trend is down on this one. The question is, where can we buy it if we're not already if we're already in it and we're down more than seven percent? I would really strongly advise selling it at least for the time being. Uh, you know, at least for the time being, I would consider I would consider selling it 
and uh, and 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 basically waiting for a more opportune time to buy it. The the problem with this right now is that if you go to the weekly chart, and this is what I always start at, you start at the weekly chart. We were we were in an uptrend up until about uh, January, but since January, like the rest of the like like the rest of the tech markets, we've been moving downwards. So. This is one that I just don't think you want to enter a position. Now, they had some very, very good earnings uh, in last quarter, and their earnings are in five days. Here's my thought on this. I would, If you're going to buy, you might be able to day trade this one, okay? Because it does look like it's going up. It does look like it's going up into earnings. But if I did buy this one, if I bought this one, I would only hold it for four days. And here's why. When you go through earnings, it's typically going to go down. So let so so let's take a look. Look at this one. Last time earnings were up five. Let's see, eight hundred eighty percent. But guess what happened? It the stock went down. <laughs> Can you believe it? So my guess is this is going to be the repeat of that. So let's take a look here. Well, two quarters ago, same thing. Their earnings just exploded. If the stock went down, same thing three quarters ago. So we're seeing a trend here. And the trend is this stock goes up and then earnings happen and it goes down. So you possibly could make a little bit of money into earnings, but I would not hold this through earnings. I would absolutely not hold this through earnings. Now, it's in five days. So that means earnings are going to be on Wednesday next week. So if I was in this one, I would sell on Tuesday. I think you want to sell this one on Tuesday. Uh, you know, that's kind of what you kind of what you want to do because, um, you know, uh, so, you know, so sell it next uh, on Tuesday. <laughs> Tuesday. And you say, Jim, how, how can you know this? Well, I don't know this. I'm no, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm no expert, but the chart's telling me that every time this goes through earnings, it, it pulls back. So if you want to make a short-term gain on this one, Carl, go and basically uh, hold it until the day before earnings or the day of earnings and then sell it because you're going to probably do the best that way. So very, very good. Um, I, I probably would not initiate a new position on this one, but if you're holding it and you're, and you're comfortable with that, I would probably look to sell and possibly on Tuesday, the day before earnings or the day of earnings, if it's after hours. So that's what I would do with that one. Um, you trade typically pretty much the same uh, with the same chart analysis as volatile stocks. Um, absolutely. What I do, yeah, exactly. That's a very, very good. That's a very, very good um, uh, viewpoint. Now, here's how I trade. Now, I've done a little bit with Dogecoin, not a whole lot. I want to kind of show you something that you might be interested in. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing about markets, and it's very interesting. All markets behave essentially the same way because they're both supply and demand. So you can use chart analysis. You know, it doesn't. It, it's not exclusive to um, chart analysis. Is not exclusive uh, to uh, to stocks or to bonds or it, it's it's any any market where you have buyers and sellers meeting at a price. You can use chart analysis. That's what's so powerful about chart analysis. But let's look at let's look at uh, everybody's favorite doggy coin. I mean Dogecoin, D O G E C O I N. So let's take a look see if we can get a chart on doggy. Let's look at that doggy chart. Okay, here we go. Uh here's here's the doggy chart. Let's take a look to see if the dogs are barking. 
Oh, goodness. Okay, so I'm going to look at the, this is the Dogecoin chart. And, oops, well, I said it was a Dogecoin. Let me, let me change, let me change the chart here. Make sure that I can, I can get the, I can get the right one. And I'm just sharing a different window of my computer. That's what I'm doing here now. So uh, there we go. All right. So this is basically the price action. It's about 75 cents. It's spiked up. So let's look at the day. Let's, let's go with the daily action. Well, that's very nice price increases. Uh, and then, but, but here's the thing. Most people only look at the price action. What you really want to look is at the volume action. That's this down, that's below this. So the, 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 the volume act, this is the, you know, the volume action. Does it show the volume? Oh, I guess this one doesn't. Okay, so this is the last seven days, and this is the last month. Okay, yeah. Okay, here we go. Okay, so this is the last month. Well, we're currently in a downward trend, as you can see. So would I buy doggy coin right now? Well, no, I would, but I would consider possibly looking at doggy coin if it, I would consider buying it if it moves above about 75 cents. Okay, that's, that's what I would do because that's going to be a higher high. You never want to buy anything until it's at least, um, you don't want to buy anything until it's near its higher high. Currently, it's at 56 uh, point nine. That's that's where doggy coin is right now. Well, I wouldn't buy this until it reached about seventy three cents. Then I would consider buying it on rising volume only. Let's see if I can get a good volume chart for doggy coin. Let's see. I can do volume chart for Doge. P o g e c o i n. There we go. All right. Let's see if we can get a volume chart on it. Um, ah, here we go. Uh, let's see. Oh, okay. I think this might be a better chart here. All right. Let's look at the volume. There we go. Is this the vo volume? Okay. I think is this, there we go. Okay. So let's, let's, let's zoom on over. Uh, let, let, let's zoom on over to the, to this. This is the best color. I'm afraid I, I liked a better color, but you know, basically let's look at the month chart and see how the, how it's trading. Well, this is the weekly chart. I'm sorry. Let's go to the monthly chart. There we go. So basically what's happened is, as you can see, um, and, 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 as you can see, as the price goes up, the volume spikes as well. So we want to see increasing volume here. And if there is some increasing volume, but I'm not ready to buy yet. I would pull the trigger if I had increasing volume and I was at about 73 cents. So that would kind of give you an idea of how I would be trading Doggy coin, which I'm not trading right now. I, I, I might add, I'm not trading it right now. But if I were trading it, that would be uh, that would be how I would be trading. Um, I would pre be trading doggy coin right now, because you always want to buy something as it's going up, and it's on on higher volume. So you want to do higher highs on higher volume. And right now at 56, doggy coin is probably um, a little bit off of its higher highs. Its high is about 78 cents. So we want to see it move higher, and then we possibly want to jump in. And then the way you do it, it's very simple. It's sort of like it's sort of like a um, it's sort of like a with a climax top. You jump in when it gets to a higher high, and then you immediately set your stop loss, and you move that stop loss up. Eventually, it'll pull back, and, and you'll be you'll be you'll be you'll be sold out. 
hopefully at a profit. So that's how you really would, that's how I would play it is as it's moving higher, you want to move that stop loss up. And then when it pulls back, you want to, um, you, 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 you'll be sold out. So the most important thing is always try to buy at near the high of uh, near the high within 15% of the highest high for doggy coin. And I think you'll do very well. So it's an interesting, interesting way to, uh, interesting way to, to play it. All right. So that's sweet. Thank you very much. And that's for, that's for crypto. So basically, again, you want to buy it within 15% of a tire high, and then you want to set your stop loss immediately at, at, at basically 95% of what you paid for it. And then as, then as it, as it moves higher, you move that stop loss up. And then when it pulls back, you should be in the green. So hopefully that's good. So thank you very much for that question. That's a very interesting question on crypto. Let's look at AMC. Um, and of course, this has been a favorite with a lot of people. Now, the reason AMC spiked so much was because we had what they call um, these climax tops. And climax tops, there's several reasons that climax tops are, um, you know, sometimes uh, there's several reasons that climax tops happen. One of the most common reasons that a climax top happens is because there's what they call a short squeeze. And that's definitely been the case with, um, uh, that's that's definitely been the case with uh, AMC. Now, as you can see, I've drawn a line here, and maybe I should reactivate this line, but I'm going to reactivate this. But this is the this is the line here at about fourteen dollars, where we, we are starting to see potentially a short squeeze. The reason this went up like this was because what happened is people shorted it, and then as they shorted it, it was they had to cover, and as it covered, it it it. They, it, this is the stock went up. The proper way to do these, to play these, is when you see, when you see the volume going up. This is what I was talking about with crypto. When you see the volume going up with these blue bars, that's buying activity. When you see this going up prior to here, okay, prior to here, then you know something's up, okay. Then this is the appropriate place to get in is right here when it starts going up, and then as you get in, you move your stop losses up. And so eventually what will happen is it'll peak, and it peaked here at $20, and then it will crash back down to earth. And, of course, you'll have a stop loss there, so you'll make money. So that's what I really recommend uh, with, with playing, playing these Climax tops. Now, can you play the Climax top in this case? Well, I would say no, and here's why. We, we, had, this, we, had, we had this volume happening here. As you can see, all these little volume spikes, these are these blue spikes here. So in the last few days, there's been a lot of volume activity. But, but see, look at how tight this action was. Typically, that's what will happen. If you get five days of really tight action and it still goes up on, on, on more and more volume, then you have the blow-off top. It releases its pressure, and boom, it goes up. So when it starts to go up, that's where you start to move your stop loss up. So would I buy it at this point? No, I probably wouldn't because it's not in the right position to buy it right now. So that's kind of how I would play uh, AMC right now. But I just don't, I, I, I don't think it will go higher next week, unfortunately. I just don't think it will because it's already, it's already peaked at about 1450. Uh, it's already peaked at about 1450 based on the chart that I'm seeing. So I would not be, uh, I would, I would not, I would not buy this one. Uh, I, right now, because I do think it's going holder. Now you may get another, you may make another bite at this apple, but the chart action that I'm looking at, it's not time to buy this one, unfortunately.
just not time to buy AMC because it's probably going to go lower next week. That's my guess. Take a look at, uh, and this is another question from Kate. Thank you very much. Um, this is on Microsoft. Microsoft's in a buy zone right now. And in terms of mega cap stocks, it doesn't get more mega cap than, <laughs> than this one. Um, it's about three years ago. I did very, very well in the stock. I hadn't traded it in 20 years. Can you believe that? The last time I traded it was way back in 2000, uh, actually 1999. 1999, remember that by by Prince? That was a great song. Anyways, but uh, in 1999, that was the last time I traded it. I waited 18 years for this to come back to where it had been in 1999. And I started trading it about in 2017, and I've done very well since. Now, the question is, is it going to go higher? Well, it's going higher after hours, so that's looking good. It's in this buy zone. Uh, it's, 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 in, it's in this buy zone here. The pivot on it is 246 which is interesting because right now it is absolutely viable. Uh, and I do think it is going to be moving higher. So at least in this, in least in this next week, I think that, um, I think that it's looking pretty good. Uh, I think that Microsoft is looking pretty good in this next, in this next week. So would I buy it? Well, I'm not going to buy it. Obviously I can't, but I'm not going to buy it after hours <laughs> and I'm not going to buy it until Monday. I want to, and I'm not going to buy it in the first hour. Do you know that they typically call the first hour the amateur hour? And you don't want to buy in the first hour because a lot of times you'll buy and everybody will be excited and then it'll pull back. So wait about an hour after the markets have opened. The markets open typically 9.30 in New York. So you wait about 10.30 and that's where probably you're going to get your best price. But I think this is worthwhile, at least for the short term, to buy because it does look like it's on an upward trend. And even though it is not in a group that I particularly like, it's the 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 computer software desktop group right now is one is one ninety four out of one ninety seven. It's still Microsoft, so it's still a still a great great stock. Um, so wait for Monday, take a look to see if um, you know if you can you know take a look for take a look on Monday. And, uh, and, and, and then, you know, um, that's kind of where you want to, you know, where you want to possibly look at buying it because, uh, it is a great stock. And, uh, and I think that it is on an upward trend, at least for right now, just want to kind of take a little break here and show you a little bit about the, uh, discord room that we have. Um, we have this thing, basically it's a discord room and, um, and, and basically it, it gives, everybody direct access to me and other people too, because we have a lot of very good traders in the room. And, uh, and what I do is I do these special, um, I do these special options and stock trades right now. The market is kind of going sideways. So it's a very hard market to trade. And what I do in situations like this is I use options and sometimes options can be very, 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 very good. Now we did a very, we had a very successful trade, on um we we had a we had a very very successful trade on um uh on 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 disney now disney disney's disney's numbers tanked but our but our people did well because they had a bear trade on it they did very very well now i have one out today for the members uh, only it's an iron condor spread on amazon and basically what this will do is if if amazon sort of lowers its volatility then then it will then it will profit and basically what we do for our members is we we have these the, the, we 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 show exactly how to get into the trade kind of why the trade uh how you know the, the chart how to get in the trade this is how to open it this is i just did this one story and by the way i'm in this trade i'm not just 
talking what the profit zone is for this for this spread trade and how, and how to do every everything on that it's basically available to two members of the special discord service and you can find out more about this by going to this address uh com slash u you got to put that u in there for some reason i don't know why that's got to be a lowercase u too by the way i don't know why this I, i'm not as technical i should be more technical but i'm not and then Dallas Training Floor. And if you go there, uh, you can take a look at this. And, uh, and again, we have this this very, very nice uh, iron condor trade on Amazon. And that just uh, that just went out to our members just a few minutes before the air. So we went to air. So that was pretty good. So hopefully you'll take a look at that. And uh, maybe it would improve. Uh, you know, maybe you can make some money. Our, our, definitely our people made about $500 in about three days on the uh, the last trade on Disney that we had. So pretty exciting. Um, happy Friday. Your thoughts on BSY and M MRVI. Let's look at BSI here. Uh, let me just put this up. BSI. And flip over to the charts here. There we go. And basically, um, with BS, BSY, let's pull that up. Hopefully, that'll give us a. Is that, is that right? BSI? Did I get that right? BSI? BSI. Well, I don't see. Hmm. That doesn't seem to be coming up there. Let's see if I'm. This time I'm on the right one. I probably, probably fat fingered it. Ah, BSY. That's why. Okay. I fat fingered it. <laughs> I fat fingered it. There we go. Bentley Systems. And they develop software that's used in uh, large-scale infrastructure projects, which is there's definitely going to be a lot of those um, coming up because there's going to be a lot of spending in that area. So this is what's doing well. There's a, there is a buy point on it at forty nine ninety nine. It's currently at forty nine ninety six, so it's right at the pivot. So that is very good. It looks like they had some very nice earnings. Earnings per share were up sixteen percent. Now here's the problem with this area. I like the fact that they're in the infrastructure biz. This one might buck the trend of the software group. But the software group right now is not doing very, very well. So I'd be a little bit careful about this, even though it's in the right area of the market. 60% uh, checklist. Would I buy that? Well, it's got 117 funds in it. And the industry is, is you know, the, this is the problem. The industry rank right now is 165 out of 197. So I probably would, would pass on this one. Let's just be for fun. Let's take a look at which industry groups are doing the very best. And this, this is how, you know, I was able to come at some of the interesting stocks that were very bizarre that, you know, have been doing very well, like Mosaic, like, uh, like Mosaic and IPI fertilizer stocks, you know, several weeks ago. I mean, it's not that I, not that I knew anything. It's just that I was looking at which, you know, which industry groups were getting the love. And right now, this is the, the top industry groups, agricultural chemicals, wholesale jewelry, wood products. I mean, this is stuff that hasn't, hasn't been good in 20 or 30 years. Uh, some consumer building products are good. So this is where the money is flowing into the market. So this is kind of where you want to look to see kind of what's going on. Now, an interesting, another interesting area here is the apparel business. Now, this is something that's not commodity related, but is doing well. So kind of let's take a look at this area to see if we can find any winners. And that's really what I'm looking for. I'm looking for winners. 
And these are the luxury good companies like LVM, LVMH. Everybody knows about that one. Um, so let's look at a VF, VF company because I think that one might be doing a nice reversal. It's earning in seven days. A little bit, little bit, little bit, um, you know, a little bit tight for me on the earnings. I think this one, though, is, is moving up into a very nice pivot. It's VF Corp. And they manufacture basically jeans. You know, they're kind of like Levi's, but uh, very big. They're the biggest jean maker in the world, and it looks like they're starting to see some, some good, some some good action here. Here's the thing: the earnings are in seven days, so I probably wouldn't buy them. But this is kind of what you've got to look at. It's really tough because we've all been accustomed to looking at the big tech companies, and you know, and right now the big tech companies just aren't doing as well. As they were, they just they just aren't the, the software companies. Are not doing not doing as well, but there are other places in the market that you can go, and one of the areas, believe it or not, is this uh, this apparel and luxury goods. Luxury goods seem to do well, and LVMH is the biggest luxury goods. And I didn't put up the chart for them. LVMH is the biggest luxury goods. France based, uh, the, the I think it's the second or third or maybe fourth richest person in the world is the chairman of this. Uh, I mean, this is, you know, this is Chanel. This is all those great brands. They do very, very well in in downturns because they they appeal to the rich that have money to spend. Us, us little schlubs that are middle class, we, we don't do as well in these times. But but that's another place to look. Uh, it's kind of odd, but it is. That's a good place to look. So let's see. Let's see. Look about silver mining companies. Well, here's the thing about silver and gold miners. And, you know, you would think I've been talking about miners. And you would think, well, gosh, the you know the mining companies are good. Why wouldn't the gold miners be good? Well, it's it's just a bizarre thing. But for the most part, the gold miners are not doing all that well. And so the gold and silver miners are doing that well. But I want to take a look at one of them called Franklin Nevada FNV, and that basically it's not a mining company. What they do is they own rights to mines. That one might be one you consider. It's not a gold miner. Um, but they, but or a silver miner, but they have interest in gold and silver mines, and they're up today. This is one. It's called Franklin, Nevada. It just went through earnings. Their earnings were quite good. It was up 40, uh, 48%. percent. Uh, it's not particularly in a great area. See, mining and gold, gold and silver and gems. This is one sixty nine out of one ninety seven. So I don't really like this this area. But if you're going to be in this area. This is the one probably to look at. FNV is 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 the symbol there. Why? Because this company they don't actually prospect. They own uh, they own um, uh, rights in productive mines. So this one you could probably get in. It's a little bit it's it's a little bit uh, low on it before it but before it's a little bit below the pivot. So this would be a very early entry here, but uh, it, it's definitely up uh, in terms of profitability. They just went through profits. Uh, and, and and so profits are up 45%, sales are up 28%. So that's looking very good. So in the silver space, if you want to be in the space, I don't recommend it because of the, the strength of the group. I don't like to be in a, in a group that's in the bottom third. But this this is but but if you want to be in the silver if you want to be in the silver miners, this is probably one of your best bets. It's called Franklin Nevada Corp. FNV. And, uh, and, it, and it's definitely, it could, it's, it could be bought now. It's really a little bit low, low on the pivot, but it could be bought right now. So that might be, that might be something to, to look at. All right, let's look, let's go back to uh, Jeet's question. Let's hit, look at MRVI. MRVI, pull that in. 
and that's Marvel Life Sciences. Now, here's the thing about, uh, I keep saying, well, here's the thing about, you know, I'm the selling broker. Life sciences and pharma, very hard to trade because they tend to be very binary. They're either just doing great or else they don't have any profits. So it's a very tough area. This, this, era, this company, based in San Diego, is basically a drug therapies company. And they're, they're, their sales are, are up very nicely. Uh, 191%. This is they just announced, and uh, 186% in in terms of profit. What are they going to do? Well, they're in a consolidation right now. I'm looking at the weekly chart. You know, you you could possibly look at buying this, but I would buy it above the $40 level. Now we're very close to that, 37. Um, th- 37. Let's look at the strength of this. Unfortunately, this group is just not a very strong group. And this, I just, I, I'm very, very leery about buying in a weak group, especially in this market. Right now, this group, the medical, biomedical, and uh, med tech group, is 157 out of 197. So it's not the best group. Here's an alternative that you might want to consider. And this is one, that there's most of the time I like to own the stocks because I typically get a better, better, um, it, it works better. But there are times when I want to own the ETF. And, and in this case, I think BIB, which is the biotech uh, ETF by uh, ProShares, I think that this one might be the where to go. Now, unfortunately, I wouldn't buy it right now because it's been selling off. But this might be an alternative to, um, to, uh, uh, M, uh, to MRVI. And the reason it might be is because it, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a basket of things. But right now, it's trading below the... The fifty day, the two hundred day line. So I'm not as interested in it. So I would be, I, I probably would not be, I would probably not be interested in either two of these. I just probably wouldn't. Ah, okay. Oh yeah, this is the, this was the interesting Carl. Thank you very much. Um, thank Carl from Sweden. That's fantastic. Um, Louisiana Pacific LPX is one of the largest owners of timber stands in the United States, and. Uh, and also, actually, overseas too. I think they own stuff in Borneo as well. I, a friend of mine, many years ago, worked for them. So, um, I um, interesting, interesting company. Um, but it's looking, you know, again, this one is looking very good. Now, I was shaken out of this. I had a position in Louisiana Pacific, and uh, I don't know if everybody knows this, but right now there is a massive timber shortage. There's a massive timber shortage. Uh, timber prices are up like seventy-seven percent in just, you know, just since the beginning of the year. By the way, there's a lot of timber. There's a lot of good plywood manufacturers in Sweden, too. So that's going to be a very big, it's going to be a boon for them, I have to admit. Um, would I buy it at this level? Well, it looks like it's getting some support at the the, the uh, 21 day exponentials. So, you know, even though I got shaken out of this one, the earnings have been stellar. Look at that. Up, uh, their, their, their sales are up 785%. And I believe their their profits are up yeah, their 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 sales are up only seventy four percent, but their profits are up seven hundred and eighty five percent. So that tells you that there is a absolute demand for their for their product. So I do like this company. I I really like the chart. Um, can you get into it now? It's a little bit tough on the entry. I got shaken out because what I did is I bought above the the ten day line, but it looks like it's firming up. So I think you could I think you could buy this one. I really do, Carl. I, I, I think you could buy this one and I think it would be a very it potentially could be a very good 
um, you know, very good acquisition at this level. So um, I wouldn't buy it today. Obviously, you can't because it's after hours. But wait until Monday, and I think you might be uh, looking. It might be looking pretty good. Um, your thoughts on today's market because of the options Friday? Andrew, yeah, it's good. It's good that you're holding cash, cheat. Um, right now, I have to say I'm 65% in cash. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I lightened up on. I had you know fairly large positions in in Apple. I lightened up on. You know, um, and I just, you know, this is a tough market. Until we get some more direction, I think you got to be much more careful about committing capital because um, it's just it, it's just too easy to lose it right now. But there are some opportunities, and things are starting to set up, and that's why I'm really concentrating on many of my spread trades because they all they have a they have a limited uh, they have a guarantee on the the, the they have a loss a guaranteed. Um, uh, maximum loss. So I do like that. And actually, in a lot of ways, they're, they're actually, in a, in a time like this, it's actually better to be trading options, spreads, not, not, not the naked options, but spreads, because it does protect you on the downside. And this is a tough market. Okay. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you for that. And you're on Kindle Jazz, right on. Um, yeah, again, oh, hey, thank you for bringing that up. Um, just wanted to, again, kind of show everybody out there. You know, and uh, and, and again, it's, it's a pretty good little group that we've got going on. I'm trying to, uh, you know, a lot of the people in there are very good traders, too. So, you know, it's not just me. Uh, there's some other people in there that are, that are quite excellent as well. So, uh, you know, it's a, it's a good way to go. But if you're interested, here's the address, Vinny, V-H-I-N-N-Y.com slash U. And this is small, lowercase U. I, I don't know why this is, but it is <laughs> in Dallas Trading Floor. So hopefully you'll get to it. If you don't, if, if for some reason it messes up, and, and, and we've been trying to get these technical glitches, just send me, um, you know, just go to www.dallastradingfloor. Send me an email. And I'll make sure that you know it, it's it's all working for you. So uh, we have been we have been having some issues technically. So um, thanks for bearing with us. But yeah, I mean we do have it's a good little group and uh, and and you know it's it's uh, you know I, I was I was listening to some people they're you know they're paying hundreds of dollars for these Discord rooms, which is great. But I want to make it a little bit more affordable. Right now, you know you know right now we're sort of in this in this ramp up phase. So we're we're, we're you know it's very you know, we have a subsidized price and uh, it's, it's looking pretty good. But some of the people that have been in the room uh, last week, you know, this week uh, made about $500 on the bear trade on, um, on Disney. That doesn't happen all the time, but it, hopefully it happens. And I, I'd like that to happen every week or so or more. That That's my, that's my goal. Anyways, is to try to share that. And by the way, when I do those, these option trades, I'm in them. I mean, I, I don't just do it and say, Hey, here it is. You know, I'm actually in the trade. So, I either make or lose money like everyone else does. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, how much did you pay for um gosh, it's it's fairly it's fairly expensive. It's 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 in the thousands <laughs> for Market Smith. Now I have a year, you know, and, and I think it's worth it. I, I've I've had other I've had other charting software and I've tried to use everything else. It, it just doesn't come close. It just doesn't come close. So I swallowed hard and you know, I, I put it out there. And one of the reasons I have the Discord room, by the way, is so that um, I wanted to buy this. I was, was going to buy the software, but I wanted to share it with everyone because I thought their price was too high. But so that's what I try to do uh, in the Discord room is, is, is you know, is share out <laughs> share off that software because it is kind of expensive. So unfortunately, it's, it, you know, if you do it by the month, it's, it's several hundred a month. So uh, but it's worth it, actually, if you trade a lot. So 
That's a very good question. Um, all right. Well, have have a great weekend too, Kate. Thank you so much. By the way, that Microsoft looks good. Here's the thing. Don't buy it until about an hour into the trading day on Monday, because I do think sometimes, uh, you know, we get, you get a better deal if you wait a little bit, because that's, they call it the amateur hour. For, they don't call it the amateur hour for nothing. So that's, that's what they do. So I think we have one last question. Oh, oh, I didn't even go over the NASDAQ. This is really important. And normally I, you know, normally I go over the NASDAQ every day. Um, let's, let's, it is very important that we take a look at, at the NASDAQ because, that is the chart that we want to uh, – that, that, that is – right now, unfortunately, um, the NASDAQ has not been doing as well as, um, you know, as, you know as, as we would like. I mean, it, I like to trade NASDAQ stocks, but right now the NASDAQ composite is not the leading, the leading uh, index. It is the following one. Basically, the S&P 500 is doing better right now than the NASDAQ. This is a good sign on the daily chart. We're moving up to the to the um, to the 50-day line. Now, hopefully, next week, you know, we hopefully next week we're going to move above this 50-day line, this, this red line here, and we'll move up to about 12, about 14, 12. My target in the next about two weeks on the, on the on the Nasdaq Composite is about 14,200. 14,200. Is, is is my is my um, is, is my is my goal because I do think we're going to see it oscillate back up to this fourteen hundred dollar level, fourteen thousand dollar level. But we're still be we're still lower. We still below that. We're we're about thirteen five right now, and that's essentially where the um, that's essentially where the uh, the fifty day line is. So I do think we're in at least in. I don't know if you you know. In physics class, I, I was in physics class, believe it or not. You have the sine wave. It's kind of like the sine wave. It's sort of going going up there. So it's kind of like a sine wave, and that's how it oscillates. But right now, at least for the next two weeks, I think that we're going to see some strengthening in the Nasdaq, just based on the just based on the chart, not not based on anything else. So I do think we're it's going to strengthen in the next two weeks. But it's not. But right now, the index is not very strong, and that's just a that's just a unfortunate deal. Okay, so basically um, I pretty much come to the end of the hour, but here's the thing. We have um, just just for everyone to show you again on the um, you know, on the, on the specialized Discord service, you can go to this address and uh, you, you should be able to take a look. And kind of, I, I do have a trade out there right now. I don't know if it's, I think it's only available for, for members of the Discord. I, I think that's true because uh, I didn't actually post this one. Um, and that is, um, uh, that is the trade on Amazon. We have an Amazon trade on there right now, but, uh, um, you know, and that's, that's on there right now. So, um, okay. Well, great. I hope to see everybody, uh, on Monday, hopefully, uh, it, at, uh, um, hopefully on Monday I will be, I will, hopefully Monday I will be back now at two thirty uh, central. I'll be back. And until then, Everybody, uh, you know, stay safe. And uh, I think, uh, you know, it's a tough market to trade right now. So keep, you know, uh, right now, you know, try to play a little bit smaller, smaller ball. Um, you know, try to keep your, you know, try to try to keep a, a real tight lid on your capital because it's a little bit tough market to trade. So I'd like, you know, it, it, if you're in 50% in cash, that's okay. That's okay. Uh, you know, right now you want to preserve your capital because the, the, the opportunities are going to come. But right now you got to be very, very careful because the market is going sideways and down a little bit. It's not it's not moving up like it was. So 
Be very careful. Conserve your cash, but there are things to buy out there. Until Monday, happy trading. 